Good evening, guys. Welcome to a very special episode of Essential News Discussion. We are without our running mate, Jose, but I'm Everett. And I'm Sterling. And we're here to discuss the news. But this time we're going to discuss something that's a little bit more special to Everett. And I say that because he manages the entertainment page of the essential news discussion. So we're going to focus much like Ben Shapiro on the culture. And we're going to talk about and all the reasons rap is not music. <laughs> I think you're going to accidentally gain some followers with that as the topic, but um, we're going to talk about culture. We're going to try to identify some uh, things that may be left leaning, maybe right leaning the importance of each and uh, just some things that um, I think are maybe of interest to each of us. Does that sound good? Sounds good to me. This seems very free format. We're, it in, is. we're in a different studio this time too. We're actually in my, in my home studio. It's nice. I, it, the, the room's slightly smaller, so I'll use the word cozy, but it's much more uh, efficiently designed. I'm liking all the, the decor and everything, and Everett's got some, some big plans for the, the, the growth of this studio. I do. Um, I appreciate that. Mm-hmm. So we were talking about a lot of stuff before we came on the show, and um, really, it's something I forgot to mention. Uh, was it Arnie Hammer? Is his name Arnie? Is that, is that his Arnie name? Hammer? <laughs> what is it, what's his last name? Is it, is it Hammer? The guy? Um, Armin Hammer? <laughs> no. It's a, he's, a, he's the actor. He was almost Batman before they gave it to um, Robert oh, Pattinson. Oh, yeah. I, for, I haven't heard his name in a while. Well, here's why I heard it. It's because he, his wife, his, well, his ex-wife now, excuse me, ex-wife, Okay. Um, came across some messages he sent to somebody <laughs> as a, uh, this is, this, no, no, wait, as a, um, as a was it S and M masochism? Oh, wow. Yeah, and it wasn't like like normal. I want to tie you up, girl. It was like I want to <laughs> I want to crush up one of your ribs and eat it. <laughs> oh, jeez. Um, he said I'm a hundred percent a cannibal. That's a real. That's a real quote from his messages. I'm a hundred percent cannibal. Wow. What's what? his name? Army Miller. Army is it Army Miller? I think Army Miller. Where's my? We we we'll, we'll figure it out. Yeah. Pull it up real quick. I don't want to say his name wrong. Army Miller S and M messages. I was right. Arnie Hammer. Isn't that crazy? Oh, my bad. Army Hammer. Yeah, well, Ar- that explains why we haven't heard anything <laughs> <Arnie> from <laughs> him in a while. Yeah, but um, he wasn't, to be honest, he hasn't been anything for a minute, though. He was kind of getting kind of getting big there for a moment. Yeah, I haven't heard his name probably. Let me guess, six years, five years. He was in a bunch of a couple bad movies though. He oh, was okay. in The Man from Uncle, and he was in uh, Lone Ranger. That's him. Ah, uh, Lone Ranger. Okay. Yeah. Johnny but Depp as a uh, Tonto. Huh. <laughs> How historically accurate. Anyway. Um, um, well, we did. You know what? I did mention Ben Shapiro in the beginning. Um, let me clarify a little bit here. So Ben Shapiro's goal is to improve and increase the um, level of conservatism in entertainment. So he actually has a movie um, that came out and um, I think that we should probably watch it just to give it a critical review. Cause this, me, you both know it's going to be bad. 
I don't know. I've actually heard that it's not that bad. And I think that is going to be key to try to even out the playing field, because I think we can all acknowledge that with Biden being inaugurated. So full disclosure, this is just before the inauguration. And uh, we're trying to take a break from all the uh, stuff that's been going on with that. But um, with Biden taking office, the Senate being, um, you know, comes down to a tie breaking vote, which is going to be Kamala Harris and then a uh, Democratic Congress. I mean, there, there needs to be some things to try to level the playing field, because I do think that it is important to make sure we have balance um, when it comes to uh, how policies are passed and how things are going, especially with things getting ramped up. So me scaling know, back here a little bit. But to say there's no culture, I mean, I want to get back to the Arnie Hammer thing. There's little the culture Arnie, in... The Arnie Hammer thing in a minute, because there's a reason I brought it up. But when you said it, I think about some popular shows that were on TV. You have The Ranch, which is on Netflix, which is a great show. I never show. watched that. It's fantastic. Is it's Ashton Kutcher super conservative? conservative? A little bit, I think. But, uh, the show is, but the show is heavily conservative. What's the, t- what's the Tim, um, Tim Allen show? Tim Allen? Uh, um, man in the House, something like that. Not Man in the House. What is that? It's a big show for conservative. I don't know. If, if yeah, Tim, big... Tim Allen's a pretty big conservative. Or it's a well, he's a well-known conservative. But speaking of that, two sides of the conservatism and, and liberalism, the Arnie Hammer thing, so his wife said he's a monster and all this other stuff, and the women who were, who were willing participants in, uh, in those relationships, they were kinked. As a kink, right? Mm-hmm. Is he a monster because he somebody got into a relationship with them under those pretenses I think and fed off uh, more than they could chew? I think the production studios in Hollywood decided that that was a little bit too much to try to overcome. Did you ever watch the show Billions on Showtime? I did not. Okay, with that S and M is a uh, uh, a factor that has to be overcome by one of the characters, and um, they handle it pretty interestingly. So, um, I just remember a lot of women going crazy over Grey's Anatomy, not Grey's Anatomy, but uh, 50 Shades of Grey. Oh, yeah, <laughs> that's all. Yeah, I remember the funny things about that where it was like, if it was a, if it was a, a man who wasn't wealthy, this would have been a, a torture a horror film. <laughs> so, they made a fantasy about it, and this guy getting crucified over the same kind of honestly, the same kind of nonsense. It's all ridiculous. Yeah, I don't know. The thing about cannibalism is a little much. Yeah, you're right. That was, that was a bit much in the long line of statements. You know what's crazy? The person who outed him the most was mad because he had other women he had, he had the same relationship. He was having the same type of relationship with, and she wasn't the only one. That's one of the things I read. <laughs> jealousy. So, is he a bad? Is, so that, that jealousy is crazy, man. He clearly is not eating her ribs. He was being weirdo because yeah. they're into that. <laughs> can you imagine how silly it might be like what if he showed up with like a, a, a half rag of ribs from Chili's and he just like ate them like oh these are your ribs um, crunch 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 <laughs> this is so weird to me he could have made S&M so lame <laughs> it's, it, it's, it's strange and I don't want to parse it but I'm just saying I mean him saying that is no different than the girls like she would have put a finger in your butt <laughs> You're a monster. And Get your up, keep your fingers away from me. And pull out your intestine and eat it. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, this is what happens when Jose is not here. <laughs> I don't know. I just thought I thought I thought it was really interesting, man. That's all that they were this guy, he didn't really some girl said he said supposedly some girl went to therapy after the relationship. But like you get to a relationship with somebody that says I'm gonna choke you every night. 
I Re- mean, what dude, do you rela- like? What relationships do you... are weird, man? Because I mean, you know, Aziz Ansari got in trouble for like he went on a date and I guess, you know, made a move and then she felt. I guess obligated or pressured, and so something happened sexually, but um, he had to like he got caught up in the whole Me Too movement, you know, a couple years back, and unfortunately that cost me a show that I used to watch of his on Netflix. Um, oh yeah, they did cancel, it, didn't they? Yeah, I mean I forget exactly what it was called, but you know, you ever wonder why Dave Chappelle didn't get any backlash? So after this happened, Anziz spoke at a at uh, Dave at Dave Chappelle's when he got the, talk, the Mark Twain Award. He's okay. one of the speakers. I didn't see uh, Aziz Ansari's part. Yeah, I wonder why he didn't get any backlash. I mean, I'm glad he didn't, but I'm just you saying. You don't know why Dave got any back. Dave's done a good job of being pretty Teflon with like the Me Too how, movement, his content, and everything yeah. else. Because that segment where he talked about the L's, the G's, he the begin, B's, and the boy, T's. He be getting in there, boy. <laughs> they be get, he be getting in there. Uh, that, that segment has, has like, that segment's the funniest. I even worked with a G at uh, my last job and um he told me about he goes that that segment was so funny because how true it is mm-hmm. and he was like you know you know hey, go watch the segment you know what it is i think there's a difference when you make a comment about something and you actually have a relationship with people from those types of communities you can you can say something that somebody who's completely on the outside can't can't but say. does dave have a um dave Chappelle have a Inside connection to the LGBT he, community. I, I bet he knows enough enough of them that he's like, "This is what this is what <laughs> this is what y'all do." And he, you know, you know what I mean. So on on that same one, uh, that same comedy special, this one, uh, uh, we're allowed to just tell jokes from comedy specials, right? We don't have to like, we're not gonna get in trouble for copyright or anything, are we? I don't, I don't think so. Okay, well here goes. Um, <laughs> Carlos Mencia didn't, but I can, you know. <laughs> <laughs> that's true. Uh, when Dave said. Um, he got in trouble because he said the F word. He he said, I don't know if I should say it. You don't got to. Everybody, okay, everybody knows what the F word is yeah. when it comes to the LGBTQ group, right? Mm-hmm. And so he gets called into the office, right? Like Viacom or whoever is the parent company. And they're like, Dave, you can't say that word, you know, because you're not gay. And he goes, well, how... <laughs> You guys let me say nigga all the time. Well, <laughs> Dave, it's because you're not gay. And he goes, oh, okay. Well, Denise, <laughs> I'm also not, not a, a nigga either. <laughs> <laughs> that, was the most br- that was the most brilliant joke I'd heard in a while. Yeah. Because that's how, like, corporate like producers and everything like they think they got it all figured out and then when they are explaining it to you, you're like hey you're calling me a nigga yeah <laughs> you know what's crazy i they always build it like uh people who are considered consider themselves liberal to not be racist i've never met more racist than when i was uh heavy in the rock and roll and punk music yeah yeah Matter of fact, there's a whole scene. What, what, what kind of racism did you experience i would imagine it would be for me putting myself in that situation, it would be somebody saying something to be like, I'm surprised you like this kind Always. of music. Was every, that was every that every new person, I'm surprised. Yeah. Really? You know that band? Are you where are you from? You can't be from here. Yeah, they try I to can't be from they, here. they put on the detective hat, right? And like take out a magnifying glass For and real. like who who are you? <laughs> How do you really you know about that? Yeah, I know more, more more about it than you do. Yeah. How about that? Is I had a girl tell me, say you're the coolest black guy I ever met and immediately the chance of me having sex with her diminished. I was like, I'm out. I walked off. You know, I left. I left the middle of the street. I just walked off on her ass. <laughs> <laughs> so, did I? Did I? Did I offend him? No, I didn't offend me. You just you showed me that you're a piece of shit. <laughs> That's all. <laughs> 
You're the most interesting black guy I've ever met. I that bet is, that is. I was that, like, damn, that's pretty rough. Damn. And you just and you, know you just met her. I went. Right? I went. You just met her. Hey, I went on a date with a girl one time, and we were out, and she's like, "You know, I never really um, this this is so weird. Usually, I, I date black guys all the time, but usually other black girls are staring at me because I was like, what are you trying to say? She was like, just the type of guys I usually date. I thought, oh, you date stereotypes. Oh, okay. She was like, no, I'm just saying, no, I know what you're saying. <laughs> 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 you don't got a lot of me. Just stop lying to yourself. <laughs> I bet the rest of the date went really well. Uh, it went, it got real weird. She got drunk and she pulled her pants down and peed on the side of the street. So I, I was picking winners. Apparently, I was picking real winners. I was. Well, she pulled her pants down first, right? Yeah, it was. You know, when you watch, you see girls with Jenna for the first time. She's peeing in the bushes yeah, on the side probably, of the road. Yeah. It's not the best. That's not the goal. It's not where I wanted to be at in my life. It's like you got like okay, I wanted to see that, but that's not how. How I wanted, I wanted to see it. Yeah, that the how is real important. I, I actually really kind of wanted to work for this one. Yeah. It was weird. Shout out to her though. She's living her best life. Yeah. It'd be funny if she said that she was really wet. <laughs> <laughs> all right, all right. Oh all man, right. yeah. I might I might have to check that box for explicit content. <laughs> I, might, I might have to edit part of this out. That was too much. <laughs> I'm probably not going to I usually say that and I, I leave most of it. I, I, I like I'll edit the part where like somebody stuttered or yeah. like I'll just like fuck it. <laughs> Bonsai. All right, but uh, anyway, you were talking about censorship and conservative movie and Ben Shapiro making this boring ass movie that he was making. Keep going. <laughs> yeah, so what it does is, um, so I'm just going to repeat some of the stuff I've heard because <laughs> I haven't seen it, but it opens up with the dad teaching his daughter how to use a gun, like at a gun range, right? So proper gun safety. Mm-hmm. And I think what's uh, pretty unique about it is um, it teaches proper uh, gun care and respect to normalize gun ownership, which I think is a pretty big um, you know, right for a lot of people. And the left, for the most part, wants to remove guns from society. And the right is like over our dead body, which is a pretty, you know, wrong stance to have on that. But I think that you, if you make it to where the people that want to get rid of the guns understand that, hey, this is for your safety. Like, there are people that aren't going to follow the rules. So if you get everybody who does follow the rules to give up their guns, and then there's people that either keep some guns hidden or get guns by illegal means, whatever the case is, you know, now you have to wait for the police to show up. And I never heard anybody say they're going to get rid of your guns. I heard they want tighter gun regulation, oh, uh, gun restriction. Joe Biden says he's going to defeat the NRA. Yeah, but the NRA, what's the purpose of the NRA? Um, to make sure white people have guns. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't think you were going to say that. Okay. My Dude, point the, is... The, the, NR, the, <laughs> the, the NRA... The, so when... when Remember Kanye West was talking with Michael Myers? Oh, yeah. And he said George Bush doesn't care about black people? This is true. All you, of this. You just got to replace George Bush with the NRA. The NRA? The first... I, like, the NRA could be given a story about a gun owner, like a black gun owner, using their legally obtained firearm in the exact way they want people to use it to defend their family, right? No, and they won't say anything about it. They will not say any, like, I can't even tell you. So, you know, um, you do know who Colin Noir is? Colin Noir. He's a black gun advocate. Yeah, I know exactly what you're talking about. He used to do something, like a show or something that was sponsored by a group that was sponsored by the NRA and then the NRA didn't renew his deal. So, like, they were like two or three steps removed from Colin Noir. And um, he's a he's a very well-spoken black uh, African-American male. 
and I believe he is like a, he's a a lawyer by schooling. Mm-hmm. And I think he he is he gained all that knowledge to make sure that he can defend his own rights to a gun and ad, and uh, adequately defend others that are looking to make sure that they own their gun legally. And the NRA was like they distanced themselves from him. And I'm like, I mean, I already suspected this, but that was when I was on the left. At this point, I'm on the right. And then I find out that they literally have no black spokesperson to embrace and welcome the black community within the NRA. But they don't want you to have guns, man. Yeah, and I don't I don't need them to do the like the Black Lives Matter, blackout social media, fist up in the air, that kind of thing, but like the like today's Martin Luther King uh, Jr.'s day, right? Mhm. This is where you're supposed to put the content of character over the color of one's skin, and they have been actively not showing people in my opinion um people of color with guns, like using them but the right way. I think this goes back to what I always say. And this is usually with me or Jose kind of lose our, our, um, don't see eye to eye. Yeah. When I say, when I'm talking about black people worrying about themselves, I feel like it's because the only time I'm supposed to put content over the color of someone's skin is when it, it pertains to something that could benefit me specifically because I'm black. I think the NRA feeds into that a little bit, right? The NRA feeds into that a lot. Yeah, I understand so. your viewpoint. I just think the NRA, I I don't think the NRA is bad, but I think they do a bad job of doing something that is just clearly the right thing to do, promote gun ownership equally. And but they don't want it equally. They I don't. don't that's that's, that's the bottom line, right? Right. So that, I mean. Their actions tell their stories more than anything that they could say or, you know, say. And right, they're doing it. They're doing. <laughs> yeah, even though they even that, it. nobody's really gonna take guns. Even when they talk about gun restrictions and uh, those things, they're not taking guns. They want more, better checks, better guidelines. I heard. So my understanding is that Biden like is going to keep the way things are currently. Like, there's only a handful of people that make ammo, and ammo is in short supply right now. Um, I think a lot of people have panicked and stocked up. That's true. But I think that they're not going to replace the ammo in the same. Um, capacity and I don't know exactly what that's going to look like but I think that with this approach they're gradually going to make the guns that are already out there less uh, less um, useful or relevant and I don't know what the long-term effects are going to be I would suspect what's going to happen is because we're a very innovative people Americans in general people are going to start making um you know, shotgun shells and different kinds of ammo. And unfortunately, when you do that, because gunpowder is as explosive as it is, you're probably going to have a handful of uh, incidents here and there because there are some uh, minor chemicals that are needed to um, bind and safely seal and a handful of other stuff. Maybe he was watching Chris Rock bigger and blacker. He was saying maybe a bullet should be not bigger and blacker. It's Chris Rock before that in the 90s. Make a bullet a thousand dollars. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> that was a really funny bit. I do, I do think maybe they should make it a little more expensive because I, I know that I'm. I consider myself a responsible gun owner. All right, you never seen my gun, right? Over around nope. flashing it, I'm not. Right, I know how to use it well enough. That if I had to pull it up and load it and cock it, I could do it relatively quick. And I think that's. I don't. That's all I need. I don't need seventeen AKs, man. That's all I need. I understand your thought process. I do encourage responsible gun ownership, which also requires a good amount of training, shooting it every so often, cleaning it appropriately, all of those things. Um, but I just think, um, I think like make like 
artificially making the cost of something more expensive to get the reaction that you want. Um, in this particular case is an example of infringing upon the Second Amendment right for gun ownership. I, I think it's implied because it's not explicitly stated based so on do my you... reading. So I, you're kind of violating the spirit of the law. You know how they use that against black people when the police are talking to you. <laughs> <laughs> you're, you're, you're violating the spirit of the law. Oh, man. I got some I stories about that. But, I, uh... I didn't know the law was so religious. <laughs> so you think they just have tighter checks on it then? Hmm. What because the background? Could you have a background I think, check? Just... I think that um, they should force. So, don't don't like when you get your driver's license. You have to have like. Didn't they used to do driving school? Like was mandatory, or is that a state by state thing? Uh, the school is mandatory. Driving test says you go to driving school, so you pass a driver's test. You said you gotta get your permit first. Because I only like... got I got my dri- I got my permit in Georgia, and that required a driving test with an instructor. And I don't think there were hours required for it. But if there were like 40 hours required of driving through a school or something, I think that would make a little bit more sense to me. Like put a hurdle in front of the right, but it's a hurdle that any, like it would be a free class. You know what I mean? Like, and I don't like using the word free. It would be a taxpayer funded class and it's a taxpayer funded class because it's a right. And I think those two things go hand in hand. You know, I don't really think education's a right, right? It's not. I think so. But I mean, like it's not outlined anywhere in the Constitution, right? Mm, I don't know. I don't think so. Yeah, I, don't, I mean, it's not in the not in the original Bill of Rights, obviously, but from I, my understanding. But it could have been an amendment or something. I think the government's doing a very poor job of uh, educating the masses. Um, it's just a shame that education I just, I is the biggest form of babysitting that. But um, I think that's the argument. That's the argument when people talk about state versus federal. And I think that most of that is bad because of state, because it's too many different curriculums. So you can't transfer. So like you can learn something somewhere else and you go to another state and it's a different curriculum and now you're behind or you're ahead of where you're supposed to be. One of the two. Yeah. You know what I mean? That's a problem. It's not uniform. I know people don't like thinking about federal funding for schools, but that's why. The same thing with segregation. But we have private institutions for higher learning, like universities and colleges. So, I mean, if we were to... But you also pri- have state universities, too. So what if what if we privatized education at, like, the lower levels, but there was some sort of um, standard? So, like, you said the problem exists, and it does, if you're in seventh grade and you go from Arkansas to Hawaii. Yeah, you, and you just make the problem worse. That's like colleges, right? So you got state colleges, but you still pay for it, but it's... It's a state college. You can go through. They pay for part of it. If you go through like a certain, if you live in a certain place for so long, it's, in, it's included in certain things. Some vocational schools you get discounts for because based on the county you live in, right? Um, if it was all privatized, think about some of the crappiest private colleges, right? What about if you go to like, you go like, think about Trump University. Not to brag on him, but like, that was not a, that not was bag not on my boy. Yeah, but it was, that was <laughs> it was, it a was scam. A, yeah, <laughs> like. I'm just saying, so that's the problem when you privatize <laughs> things too much because <laughs> there's an opportunity. Somebody's going to take advantage of it, man. <laughs> you used to work at like a printing place, right? Yep. Did you ever print any Trump University <laughs> degrees or diplomas? No, I printed some wild stuff, though. <laughs> <laughs> um, I don't know, man. I think the problem with universities is there's many of them. Um I think the federal government uh, guaranteeing student loans, you know how my viewpoint is on that. I think that was the biggest uh, 
the biggest fraud ever. And no doubt. Um, now they're 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 making it affect people that didn't fall for it and um and forgiving student loan debt because it's funny the banks that are owed this money are going to get paid because that's rule number one and then rule number two is it's going to be the people that pay for this so we're going to be footing the bill for people that got um you know underwater basket weaving degrees and aren't using them and kind of got in over their head and maybe you didn't go to college you became an uh, an engineer not an engineer an uh, electrician or a plumber, or, you know, you went to a trade school of some kind, and uh, you got to earning that money right away, but now you're going to have to pay taxes. This thing, it's, this this year got me thinking about tax, this past year got me thinking about taxes in a whole nother light. You were going to say something? Yeah, I don't, I don't know, I don't know that necessarily that's going to, it should cost us, I'm not saying it's not going to cost us money, because it's not going to give us the money back that they're misusing, but it shouldn't. The money is there. We just misuse it. We've misused a large portion of it. Well, you know where all the money goes, essentially, right? It's the military. Yeah, and, but a lot of it is to nothing. And it's not, yeah, but it's not. <laughs> that, that's what I was going to say. Is like the taxes this year got me think. not taxes rather, but these bills, like the stimulus bill and um, what, is it, what was it? The omnibus bill or whatever, the budget. Like, how are we? If we're broke. <laughs> we're broke. Man, like, because it's if you're in a relationship real. and you and your you and your you and your girl broke, and you see she's like writing a thousand dollar check to whoever, you're like, we're not a relationship no more. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> what, what are you doing right now? But like, how do you give all this money to? Because it's Middle not real. East? None of it's real. None of I, it. I, I think, think I think it's real, but I think it's money laundering. I, I, I think, think they're the, money laundering to themselves. I think the world. I think the world. You know I, how we have ambassadors to different countries. Yeah, I think those checks are cashed by the ambass the U.S. ambassadors to those countries. I think that the world operates off the of influence of each other. That's your that's what you, that is your value, right? Because even here, the U.S. dollar is worth what it's worth, not because it's worth anything. It's because our economy is, is stable, and that's how they value each each currency. You know what I think? I think it's because our military is more stable. Same thing. Same thing. I don't think so. I think economy and military are two different things. No, they all go hand in hand. Because no, I, I, you, you know, so I heard somebody say this and I'm adopting it because I believe it now 100 um, percent in 1970 when we went off of the gold standard, they say that nothing backs our money now. And the person I listened to said, no, we went to the gun standard. <laughs> 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 and that's exactly what I think happened. But it's more because, you know, I think there's a little bit more to the story. Sorry. Um, I think France and England tried to call <laughs> the debt that we promised them in gold. And we were like, nah. <laughs> that was it. I think it's more to that too, though. I mean, all those companies, all those co- companies. Well, yeah, countries, countries, company, whatever. They all, they all operate based off of our economy, though. That we consume all things. The whole world is based off of that. How much America consumes. I think if we fall, every if America falls, then everything else falls. Because if the American economy, economy falls, yeah, and everything else falls right behind it. That's why you see like sometimes you see dollars they go back and forth like this for other countries. I think there's a few countries that could. Maybe there's only one country that could replace us, that being China. But I think there's countries that could replace us, too. So, I mean, I think we could. So if we're number one and China is set to pass us here in, I think, seven or eight years, um, I think we can drop to number two. But then there's also a possibility we could drop to number three. And um, the United Kingdom, France, Germany, they can if they if if they get back off of China. They could piggyback off of China, but they can form an alliance of some kind. They had that and instead before. of being the European Union with all of the countries there, they can lose the dead weight of Greece with their financial crisis and only pinpoint the stronger countries 
and then um, you know possibly bump U.S. down to two or three or four. I can see that. I mean, I've I always I've believed this since I was like twenty three that we are really a third world country. We just don't realize it. Like there's nothing. I think that's that's it's starting to nah, slowly. Creep I don't think up. we're a third world country. It's coming. Think about think about how much money, how much access to to money and to food education is here, and think about how many people are, are die of starvation every year. Not homeless people either. I honestly don't know. I think we have fat homeless people, so I don't think we have people dying of starvation. Oh, for sure. That's a real problem, actually. Hunger in America. Um, Don't they use these weird words now, like food insecure? I'm not. Have you heard them use that, though? I've heard that one, though, but that's weird. I've heard people talk about food insecurity. Um, They tend to be left-leaning individuals, and I just don't know why they use that instead of hungry. It's like the PC culture. That's why I say I think it tends to be left individuals. But, I mean, if you're worried about offending somebody who's hungry and you think the solution is calling them food insecure, you don't understand (laughs) what the problem is. They need food, not your political correctness. I agree. Damn, let me think about Dave Chappelle joke again. So many of them. I mean, at this point, is Dave Chappelle number one? I mean... I don't know. In my, I think because of the generational thing, he's number one to me. I, I watch old Richard he's, Pryor too, and they should. Well, you can't shout I mean, out the shout out to Richard Pryor. Yeah. But even if I had to judge Richard Pryor by his day standards, his, I don't think you can. Though is the problem, you can't put yourself in that time frame. What was that? Their delivery in the eighties. Their delivery and content is kind of the same though. Yeah, but you would have to be living that day in and day out for it to like strike the same way. So like. When Dave Chappelle does his L's and his G's and his B's and his T's, I think that's funny because when Richard, you hear LGBTQ, you hear of all the letter, like the letters, right? You it takes you away from the person and the individual and the group and the classification. So he's already done this job of isolating something that is so timely in all of our lifetimes that it's like it, it's it's almost impossible to compare. Like when you talk about sports and you're trying to compare but different like, centers and stuff. I that Richard Pryor talk about gay people though at the time. What you does. Yeah. You know what I mean? I'm just saying if I had to. But gay, talking about gay people then was different than talking about the L's, the G's, the B's and T's because there's. Is it? I think it's because it's morphed. They both like talk the, about dudes the and the booty T's, shorts and stuff The T's like that, is like, so. I don't know where I want to go, Yeah, but I want to get in this car. But, but I was saying the the, the, the the concept of some of the jokes are the same. And I'm just saying, I'm not even saying like if we're talking about it being timely, I'm saying the delivery of it, right? The, the, oh, that was the B's that said that. Sorry, I said the T's. Yeah, he's my bisexual, yeah. yeah. Uh, no, actually, it was Q's. I don't know where it's going, <laughs> but I'm going. But, uh, Thank you. But um, the, the the delivery of it, like the... Where you don't see the punchline coming, Dave Chappelle is way better than Richard Pryor was at it. Yeah? Yeah. Just watching it back-to-back like that. I actually watched Eddie Murphy Raw recently, and I can see why he was so funny because of the energy that he had. Mm-hmm. And it's a different type of energy than Dave Chappelle. It was like, I mean, like, I, I know maybe there were drugs that were being used, but I'm not I'm not going to attribute it to that. I'm just going to say, like, his energy was at 100. 100. Yeah. Uh, Dave Chappelle's energy is high. It's not at 100. But Dave Chappelle's confidence is at 100. And I think that, I'm not saying Eddie Murphy wasn't confident, but I think what, Eddie, what Dave Chappelle lacked in that high energy aspect, his confidence was so through the roof and he knew where he was in the joke. And it was just, it's a thing of beauty to watch him. Like when he did all of these different specials, even the one where he's in like the, um, he's like on a stool and he's more so telling stories and he's talking about 
the story with the pimp and um, mm-hmm. uh, the girl that had the one like the I guess the hoe. I don't know what the that book is ridiculous. And, and, and oh, never mind. That's, there's Go. so many layers to that joke because it, have you read that book before? I haven't. It is insane that yeah. it, it, like it's supposed to be a true story. I don't know if I believe any word of that any word of that book, but uh, the setup for it in the way that um, industries and companies treat you when you're a part of it. And then when you're a part of it, but you're not really a part of it, it's it was like, I was like, whoa, I was like, that's well thought out. That's not, there's no, there's no spontaneity in that. It sounds like it is, but he's been crafting that for a long time. You yeah. can tell, you can just tell by the setup, by the setup, the way it ends all of it. Yeah. I mean, that, that's like culture at such a high level. I mean, it is nice that that culture can reach through political leanings and um, like, when Dave Chappelle hosted SNL, he did a great job. Every I mean, uh, I've, I've, he's done a great job. I think when Bill Burr hosted SNL, I think he did a great job as well. He's not on the same level of Dave Chappelle, in my opinion, but I think there are a handful of these comedians that cut through all of the nonsense that we have to go through day in and day out when we turn on the television that um, it's just nice to take a step back and appreciate uh, what they bring. So, I mean, this is just another form of... Um, culture mm-hmm. um i had an idea for the website as we're kind of spitballing here and just it's is a free-flowing conversation no rap music though because it's not, it's not music. <laughs> i kind of think on the website i just want to have a page dedicated to everybody that i know that has something that they are offering personally for monetary gain personal gain whatever it is right like what uh health wealth uh, there's an ex- expression, but um, if I, I, I just know a handful of people that are selling the clothing that they help mm-hmm. produce. Um, I know you talked about uh, offering some editing software, and then you're also looking at doing uh, some bigger things with your art as a mirror. Um, you know, we got Phil, he's got his book, and he's got some um, automotive related software. And we just got a handful of people. Uh, you know, Jose's uh, wife, she makes some uh, products and stuff. Yeah. So. Um, like, and, and actually she's been, she's, she's made some great products for, um, essential news discussion, but then also for, um, my, my main nine to five job with the mortgage brokerage. So, um, oh, really? know, she, yeah, she made the mask that we use. Um, so, you know, shout out to her FF cre FF dash creations. And, um, you know, you find her Facebook page and everything, but, um, I think I want to just create a page. I just don't know what the layout's going to look like. Um, there was a girl I went to college with. She has these um, these shirts and hoodies that she makes. Um, I think it's like a puzzle pieces of like a teddy bear, and it says "Piece Together." That's pretty cool. You know, because we all got our own internal struggles and battles that we're going through. But every day you gotta put yourself together and go through it. And uh, I thought that was really cool. So I want to um, promote everybody that I've kind of seen doing their own thing and. Um, I think I got just got to figure out a way to logically put that on the website so people can just um, support small businesses. Um, do you know the rapper Anomaly? He's a rapper too. I think he used to be a rapper. I don't think he is so much anymore. As like a influencer, social yeah, media yeah, guy. Yeah. He he created a, a small business page like that. Um, he actually doesn't have as much content on there as I thought he would, but he might be just kind of vetting the different small businesses. But um, that, that I just, I've kind of made some notes on some things. I just got to try to put it together in a way that um, is appealing 
to people. So just kind of spitballing here. I think that's a way of improving the culture. Um, I agree. You know, if you got something uh, to offer everybody, uh, just having a, a marketplace, I guess a town square, if you will. Mm-hmm. Um, especially with cancel culture, not cancel culture, with um, censorship, getting to be where it is because I think uh, social media, Facebook, Twitter, used to be the uh, town square, Instagram as well. And um, unfortunately, different viewpoints are getting silenced and even extreme viewpoints that fall within uh, free speech because you know, I know you had a run-in where you are left-leaning and you shared something and they thought it meant I'm something that I'm it not didn't. even that extreme. I know, I know you're not. Yeah, but I'm saying weird. you shared something, and then they they viewed it as extreme or whatever, and um, they they what do they put you in Facebook jail, right? Yeah, I, I mean I'm not just saying what I feel. Yeah, they're gonna do that, but you know, hard time. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah the, whole, no, the whole thing is as 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 much as you know that I've kind of changed my viewpoints uh, from when we used to work together several years ago. To where I am now, it's got to be nice to know that I still think the NRA is racist. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, right. You cannot. It's crazy. Um, I don't know. We were talking about culture, though. You gave me think about this Ben Shapiro movie. And I forget what it's called, but I do. You want me to tell you what the rest of it is about? I'll tell you after you go ahead. Well, I mean, she gets she he ends up she grows up and she gets attacked by some black dudes and she got to shoot them all. Now she in jail. No. She should not be in jail. <laughs> because she was just defending herself, standing her ground. <laughs> uh, that's really funny, actually. It's about a school shooter. And so she uses uh, some of the safety training and everything um, to whatever, make it through the movie as like the hero, try to save people, all that kind of stuff. I actually will watch that movie probably. Yeah. I don't know. Uh, I think he just got to sign up for Daily Caller, so... With me um, wanting to get away from the mainstream media, I'm not a huge. I wasn't a huge fan of Ben Shapiro as I thought he should have fought a little bit more for the uh, stop the steal stuff. But um, I, I think uh, history will look fondly upon his willingness to concede, and um, I think he's he's focusing on building back better, as our newly elected president would like to say, Joe Biden. And uh, building back better for conservatives includes uh, focusing on culture. I don't, I don't know where you guys were cut out before, but sure, okay. Yeah. I don't know where. Been there the whole time. Nah, we haven't been in culture. Seen like a that. bunch of movies. From... There's a bunch of no, movies. No, so like uh, David Cross, who was in Alvin and the Chipmunks. Okay. Um, he was also in Arrested Development. He is a pretty funny actor. Um, he he. Kind of silly stuff, but like I get, I can see how it gets a laugh. He came out and um, said, like after the Capitol riots, I think it was, uh, that they wanted blood, and he was talking about uh, liberals wanting blood from like these extremist Trump supporters. And maybe he was joking, maybe he wasn't, but it was just kind of stoking the fires in an unbeneficial way, in my opinion. And um, that is the example what I'm talking about. Like so. His his uh, movies that he's in, he's not political in those movies. It's Alvin and the Chipmunks, like I said, and Arrested Development. It's a silly uh, adult humor in that one, and um, child kid, children's humor in uh, Alvin and the Chipmunks. But his personal beliefs are left leaning. Uh, Chris Evans from uh, Avengers, he's left leaning. Um, I know that um, uh, what's the guy from Guardians of the Galaxy? He's right leaning, but 
Oh, Chris Pratt. Chris Pratt, thank you. He's right-leaning. I know, Chris Pratt's right-leaning, but he's one of the few exceptions. Mark Ruffalo, who plays the Hulk, he's left-leaning. Um, a lot of the other uh, actors probably keep their political commentary uh, private, but uh, Gal Gadot, she's also left-leaning. No, she is not, actually. Are you sure? Mm-hmm. Is she conservative? She's like somewhere in between. Okay, she's an independent? I don't know. I is guess. she American, by chance? No, isn't she Israeli? Okay, I thought that that might that might be okay. So the reason why I thought she was left leaning is because she sang that song with some of the other celebrities um, when like people were locked, like when we were locked down initially, mm-hmm. and uh, it was like, imagine there's no war, imagine there's no. What makes was left leaning about that? Because John, because it's John Lennon. No, no, I guess a little bit, but no more so about like the self absorbed. <laughs> I guess it's not left leaning. It was self absorbed. To go on like this web uh, cam with other celebrities singing that song um, when people are locked down, losing their jobs, and then also dealing with the pandemic and everything. It was just a weird song to kind of sing, I guess. I feel you. Yeah, I'm kind of yeah, yeah. echoing Joe Rogan's uh, sentiments on there, but I didn't watch the 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 singing of the video. It just seemed. I didn't mad. I was like, this is weird. I was like, this is weird. Just turn this shit off. <laughs> <laughs> I think all those award shows are do, did terrible uh, this year because they still try to do them virtually and everything. Who's still watching those shows? I don't know. I have no. I've, I think I watched MTV Awards once when I was like 15. I was like, now this. The only nobody listened to one anything. I was like, this is some, what I do like Ricky Gervais though. He he was really good as a host. I I watched his oh he's right lady isn't he? I he's like in the middle somewhere. I think he's in the middle, but he might be like one tick to the right. I think he's just anti censorship though. So like, that's crazy that he's just like he's just saying something that I think everybody should believe in. Not being censored. I mean, some things you can't say though. I guess. I don't know. Um. Yeah, I'm gonna get a little personal here on. Uh... No, so, I don't know what that scar is or what that is. <laughs> Put it back, man. <laughs> okay, let's. I'll. I'll. I'll backtrack from that a little bit. Let's do hypothetical. If your, let's let's say five year old child, tells you that. This because this is culture related. Okay. Um. That their male teacher was wearing lipstick. What would you would you like want to know more? Like, wouldn't wouldn't you would, would you be like, wait, your I, male... I would definitely say. And then what happened? Yeah, right. Yeah, hundred percent. Oh well, you just put on some more lipstick in the middle of class. And then they, they <laughs> say anything to you? They do you do anything? <laughs> like, no, but why you do that? But like, hey, man, he's weird. <laughs> Leave him alone. Boom. You're conservative. I'm like, hey, man, he's weird. I'm like, hey, man, he's weird. Don't be, I'm like, hey, man, weird. Don't be rude to him. Don't disrespect him. Just, <laughs> you don't put no lipstick on, okay? <laughs> so this is, this is what I'm talking about, about needing some conservatism in the culture. Because if you don't, if you just let it run rampant, then like. Everybody knows that though, man. The guy who was yelling at the guy at Seven Eleven, the dude in the dress. I'm a lady. Everybody knows that's crazy. That's not. It's <laughs> <laughs> not. <laughs> but is it? He 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 was uh, he was self-identifying as a woman, like judged by the way that we're supposed to respond to people. Like the person who was in the wrong was the person who accidentally said "sir." 
No, he said, okay, man. He said, all right, okay, man. He said, I told you I was a lady. <laughs> oh, man. No, I think man. he said, sir, because then he said, call me sir one more yeah, he time. Said, sir, I'll, show, he said, yes. I'll show you what a sir looks like. <laughs> I'd have shot him. <laughs> but you got my story. You, buy, you got to crawl out. You better go somewhere with this. Well, here's the other thing is like this, the anti, the, the follow the science and the anti-science go hand in hand because, um, I'll be honest, my six year old was like, you know, like, uh, girls can marry girls. Right. And I go, yes. And she says, and boys can marry boys. And I said, yeah. And then she goes, and boys can have babies. And I go, no, nope. (laughs) Yeah. I said, that's a a hard no on that one. Yeah. And I'm like, the. (laughs) Didn't Oprah have like the the transgendered man who was pregnant, but it was just it was a woman, and she had like been given something to have the, facial hair. Didn't they try to inject a, a womb or something into somebody into a dude or something too? It possibly. Did they try to do or that was that like a false story? I don't remember if it was a false story or not. I don't remember about the injecting into, but I remember that story of um, it was like a a woman who had like a thin pencil strap beard, right? That like went, and um, she she was pregnant, but she self identified as a All man right, and gotta... they called her a man. But like that's that's what I'm talking about, though. Like those are non conservative values that kind Is of it? get out of hand. Where now I... you have a kid who's trying to understand, like you know. No, going to have just, to understand. I like, think you just gotta be honest with your kids, man. If, I know, but like, if you're honest with your kids and you don't see them as much, and then they go to school, and then the teacher's like, "No, boys can have babies." Your dad's an idiot. <laughs> like, and what, then I got to go to school and say, "Hey, man, you tell my son I'm an idiot." I got if you say some shit again, I'm gonna beat your ass. Well, what if they just say you're wrong? Okay, you know you're not wrong, right? Like, no, your dad's wrong. I would. To be honest, I probably confront him with my son. I was like, "Hey, I think come here, Trey. Say, <laughs> you tell him that a man can have, that a man can have a baby. Explain me like, how. Yeah. Explain how that's possible. And they're like, yeah. I was like, explain to both of us how it's possible. <laughs> right now. In this conversation, don't don't <laughs> explain it to me. I bet explain it to me. Explain it to me how it's possible. We'll we'll take it from there. <laughs> what? Okay, so what if what if he explained? And that was something, say, and it was right. just extremely, <laughs> extremely inappropriate to say the least. Well, what happened is he would probably explain about people being transgender, and I'd be like, "The fact you said transgender means that a person cannot be born a man and have a baby, correct?" And he'd be like, "Whoa, whoa, well, yeah, okay, see, son, here we go, let's go. All right, have a good day, sir." <laughs> if only, it it would, if only it would end like that. I think, I think that it wouldn't. I don't know how. What are you gonna do? He probably refused to get into the details and just say that men can't have babies. All right, and I was famous. When people don't explain things that they believe, son, that means they don't really believe what they're saying. Okay, <laughs> so you got to do this. Be, that's what that means. So from now on, make sure when you tell you something, you put the answer on the test, but you and don't got to believe the answer they, on the and then, test. And then that that teacher turns to your son and go, "Just remember on the test that the answer is true." And I say, and I, hey, it, that's that's cool. I've answered questions on tests that I know that. That's this, this is not true in the right now. This is this is nonsense. I've actually answered a test once. <laughs> well, I put this is what the answer was given, blah blah blah. This is what I believe about the answer in the test, blah blah. <laughs> I still got it right because I gave the information, so <laughs> I've done that before. But uh, I didn't need to hear no there. The point is, you have to have it's okay. I feel like it's okay for me to, all jokes aside, I can respect somebody living their life the way they choose it. 
but it comes to this thing again where reality is not really reality. It's all different perceptions. We have to live in one shared perception, right? So I can respect your perception as long as it doesn't impact this perception because the real truth is somewhere in the middle. Perhaps you're right. Perhaps you're right. Gender is a, is a psychological thing, but biology is not. And you got to understand it both coexist with each other. So I'm okay with that. I can explain it to my son easy, easy enough. Maybe not while he's two years old, but probably when he's six or seven. You know what I mean? I knew kids who were gay when I was six or seven, or I thought they were going to be gay. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, I know that. Oh, okay, this is, huh, that's different kind of behavior than I've seen from other, from friends. I got to kind of decipher that information. But luckily, my dad was there and both my parents. You know what I mean? Some people don't have that. And I think that's where the confusion comes from. People teaching themselves to be who they are. And while we're on this subject of women having ba- women becoming men and having babies with pencil-thin beards, I got to ask this question. Why is it that every time you see a woman and she's like, I'm, do- <laughs> I'm about to get real ignorant real quick. Right. I'm done with niggas, right? Yeah. She gets with the most niggerish looking woman I can-, <laughs> I can think of. Remember we looked at that picture of the girl that I knew who was with. Um- like, what are you doing? Yep. Yep. That's 100% accurate i don't know what that is what is the, that the the picture of the girl who was with another girl who looked like a dude like it was a they were in a man like they were in a lesbian relationship but the woman looked masculine right mm-hmm. uh they did no. they did break up and she's back with men uh, now yeah of course yeah. i'm not even talking about like super like a, i i mean i gotta i know some people who are women who are the masculine person in the relationship right and they dress like male clothes and blah blah and they're put together and they're clean cut but sometimes or a lot of the time but those are the ones that that have like long-term relationships right a lot of the time women get mad at dudes and switch over and it's the same dude but now it's got it's got vagina this time (laughs) (laughs) i don't know i don't don't know what that's about that's a good question i don't know i'm gonna backtrack a little bit i don't i don't think it's okay to be to have your kids taught something that is incorrect and then but you're, you're always okay with it. You know what I mean? Think about black history in school. A lot of that was taught incorrectly to you. You know? It was. I right. really did hate the uh Texas um textbooks that were they I think they called the human slave trade uh forced immigration. <laughs> <laughs> they did. They were forced. They did. <laughs> I mean they, they came up with the most uh forced PC Im- term they could forced immigration. Forced immigration. <laughs> wow. Yeah. That's what gangs of shit. How you how you destroy the history? Of the I, I would actually prefer them to use Kanye's terminology when talking about slavery. And they say, "Hey, Harriet Tubman didn't free the slaves. She just took them to go work for other white people." <laughs> <laughs> and I almost voted for this guy. No, Dude, he, got, he, got, he got ten thousand votes. That's so crazy to me. <laughs> they just they just saw Kanye and they were like, "I'm making a statement." Hey, I'm making a statement next election. If there is a next election, I'm voting third party. I'm actually, I'm. It'll be. If I'm be honest, I'm going. I'm going full blown libertarian at this point. I want as little government as possible. And I had the. I had. Um, I was listening to Eric July, who was on uh, Tim Cast a while ago. Eric July. Eric July. He was the black guy who was kind of conservative. He's on Blaze, but he's also a little bit of an anarchist. He's like, he goes, what do we need the government for? And uh, they were talking about an example of like, well, who's going to own the roads that you drive on? Like, well, people can own the roads. And like, well, what if a person owns the roads and then you have like personal beef with them or something and they won't let you cross the road? road. And then I go, well, he goes, "Um, there's like a back door to your house, right? (laughs) So you would just 
park your car at someone else's road, walk to your house around that road. And then they were like coming up with more and more extreme examples. And then I realized I was like, you got to kind of go out of your way to come up with an extreme example here. Like you have to have beef with the person who owns the road to your house, but then you're also free to just get up and move and live wherever you want to where it's a little bit more free or you don't have beef with the guy who owns the road. And like that problem, in my opinion, is just as then who does it? But that's is, is that's, actually probably a less lesser of a problem than you have to pay a yearly property tax on your home, even when it's paid off. I don't know. I I, I disagree that completely, actually, and only because there's more to it. I mean, roads, yeah, because there's maintenance also, not just you have, have beef. Well, I don't know who what that's stupid, but uh, no. So I mean, like if if you're, how about how about just this potholes and shit on the road now? You can't use any of them because nobody's maintaining the roads because it costs too much money, and they already bought the road. No, if somebody owns the road, okay, so the toll roads that we have here in Florida, mm-hmm. what you saying, they're, no, they're making a lot of money. Right, so what if you say, you know what, man, I really want to get this new this new Porsche. Now, to drive my road, it costs $20 to drive my road now. Yeah, well, if you can afford a Porsche, you can afford a $20 no, uh, toll. No, for you. He wouldn't buy the new house. He wouldn't go, I need, new, I, need, I need a new West Wayne. Now it's $20 to ride, to ride in this road. You know what? People are going to stop taking that road, and then they're going to find some alternative means of transportation. Yeah, but what if your road was they'll 2 They'll carpool, or they'll do something. But what if your road was $2, right? Now, his is $20. You don't got to be $20, but you know what? Now mine's 15 That kind of thing. Yeah, but then the person who raises the road to $15, they're also going to be... Um, they're going to fall... I don't know what the word is, but they're going to get the repercussions of price gouging because what are a, th- the reper- a third person is going to come up with a road that's $10. A fourth person is going to come up with a road with $7. Or they're going to have to f- be forced to drop their prices because people are going to start walking, biking, uh, carpooling, like I said. So they're going to get $15 once instead of $15 six times. So there's there are these solutions that are going to come up that's as not a real result solution, of these though. problems. Why, aren't, that, they be like Why aren't they real? I live out here by Disney, right? Mm-hmm. I'm not going to bike to Winter Park. Yeah, you'd probably find another job closer. And you'd probably find out of another neighbor that's going to um, Altamont or you take the bus. Oh, so then you're losing the money then. They get the same money regardless. No, they wouldn't because the bus is going to pay, is going to be under contract with them. The bus will probably go from having 12 people to having 24 people. That's raise the price of the bus fares. Well, yeah, they may raise the price of the bus but fares. But they would. But it would need the, you would need the bus and the toll roads to come together. And then they could just cut themselves short to where they lose people because there are enough people that start working from home. There are enough people that, you know, they get their own bus together and then they drive up. So the bus is an example of public transportation. So the bus know, might not even be an alternative to begin with. I don't know if you privatize everything. You have, to, you have to assume it all works under the normal operations of business, right? Why can't you buy a car directly from Toyota in Florida? The dealers say you have to go through us so we can charge a price in between. The same thing. That's, what, yeah, that's all that will happen. That's fine. So every company, everything that works together will just come together. This is what we're going to charge people to do this, period. And now you don't have a choice. That's even worse. The only thing that should be collected, and I think that the the government does well, is the military. And like I said, we don't have a gold He's going to disregard what I just told you? That's a, that's a, I don't think that's as big of a problem as you're making out to me. That's fine not. with me. If everybody raises the prices on everything, but I don't think everybody's going to raise. Why the prices wouldn't you? Anyway. If you have, if you have, so free do rate. you know that the prices were raised on tuition because the government stepped in? The price of tuition for schools was pretty consistent with inflation, um, but the government intervened in an additional way in like the seventies or something, and then so from the late seventies to where we are now, the price is like exponentially more expensive to go to school than it used to be. But that's not the only reason why, though. But yes, it is. 
That the, that's the only reason the price is raised? Yeah. That's not the only reason the yes, price is raised? Yes, that it is. That is not the only reason. Yes, it is. Show me where it says that's the only reason, Sterling. Well, show me where it says that's not the only reason. How about reason the prices of books and resources and books and materials? They raise the prices of those right, also. The, and they charge the, you directly for the, those things the also. The university charges the prices for those things. No, also, if I say... Now you're using our monitors, not charge a certain price for the monitors. When they buy those new ones, they also raise the prices on you for for those things too. You can get the older version of textbooks, but the school doesn't allow you to get the older version of textbooks for those. So like the difference in the textbook, what by the time I was going to school or graduating rather, all they did was they took out chapter 10 and they put it where chapter two was. They took out chapter 11 completely. They took out chapter 16 and put it in the front. Chapter one, they put it in the back. So they moved the the information around. They may have added a little bit more contact, but now Pick you're talking up. about version 10.1 to version 10.2. I'm just talking about And they general, charge you $600 versus the... $80 you could have got for it when it was used. I'm talking about this in general things. So like even But it's the tuition that I'm talking about. Right, tuition so, is what went the big to Right. The but let's say you go to a medical like a PA school or something and, ver- and before when they were using But text- you got to compare apples to apples. So a PA school is going to be a specialty school. You talking about you said colleges in general. I'm general, talking about right? I'm like about four-year colleges and universities. Like UCF, University of Texas, USC, I believe, UCLA, all these major state institutions, their tuition went up like four times after the government stepped in and guaranteed the loans that these 17 and 18 year olds were taking out. And then so the schools were like, hmm, why are we only giving them $10,000? We should give them, I don't know, let's double, let's give them 20000 Then a couple years later, they said, yeah, let's give them 30000 yeah, okay, let's give them 40000 50000 And they were getting so much money that they were, like, building these rock walls. Like, all of these universities had these amazing workout athletic activity f- uh, facilities, these upgraded dorms and just a whole bunch of stuff. And so some think- of the places don't even have the upgraded dorms. They just do the, the rock wall and everything, and then they show all their people. They go, look how beautiful our athletic facility is. And then... So you're saying it. that... The government intervened, so, but you're, so you're and saying, then the but schools you, but realized you're that schools they said we can take advantage them. of this. So you said the schools wouldn't have upgraded those things on their own anyway? Oh, not at all. They wouldn't have been able to, not with the amount of money. They were making profit in line with other businesses. Then the government stepped in, and they were willing. They were able to increase them. Same thing with medical, uh, with health insurance. You know what I know the problem with uh, health insurance is? The problem is when you go into a hospital and you pay cash for something, you might pay $5,000 for it. If you're billing your insurance, that might be $20,000. You're four times in the cost of something because it's billed to the insurance. And then you factor in behind the scenes, the insurance might be able to get that $20,000 bill down to 11000 depending on what it is. But that's, that's only one part of it. Also, There's no transparency. That's, that's, that's only one part. But it's also like that companies who make medicine and stuff can charge what they want to charge versus other countries when they can't. Yeah, but that's also why like Medicare... I don't I don't know how they do it in other countries if I'm going to be honest maybe it's because they don't spend so money so much money well, on no, the Well no there there has to be a generic there has to be like health healthcare wise when if you buy you know you buy premium drugs there has to be another one that's the affordable option that is as good as the as the premium one you, There has to be There has to be in some countries in some countries but in, not in the United States or in the United, United States United States That's why ours are so expensive there's no alternative but that could be a problem of the Food and Drug Administration, right? It's like the Food and Drug Administration is good because I don't want lead in my water. Mm-hmm. But that's also a problem for Flint, so they don't do a good job there. But they also take things to the extreme. Uh, Peter Schiff, who's my conservative financial guy I listen to, who's telling me to buy gold and everything else, very conservative-minded. Um, dang, I forgot my 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 thing that I was going to say about him. Um I don't 
Yeah, but I think oh he was talking about a, a sunscreen and um uh I think it was a popular sunscreen in Israel and it worked very well and it was relatively inexpensive, but for it to be licensed for sale in the United States, it had to pass a uh, test that was going to cost like a million dollars, and because sunscreen like doesn't have that big of a profit margin for them to be competitive from a price standpoint. It was actually more cost efficient for them to just not operate in the United States. So you can go buy that sunscreen in Israel if you want. I don't know how it works with shipping something that's purchased elsewhere in here like sunscreen. But, you know, if he's traveling to Israel or traveling to that part of the world, he can go buy it. But all we're doing is eliminating ourselves from the use of something because the cost to get it passed by our government agency that is supposed to protect us um, isn't doing so. Um, not that I think the FDA is in charge of the lead pipes in Flint, right. but I do think there needs to be some sort of like consistency amongst these government agencies. Like we're eliminating sunscreen that is readily available in Europe, like these, these well-developed countries on the same level of the United States, but at the same time, we're not fixing our own pipes in um, a, a city, in a state, in the United States. Um, and then we're giving money to Pakistani gender studies and all this other stuff. So that's what's caused me to see like this taxation thing, this uh, government spending thing. They are they're taking advantage. And I think, I think we need to do something about I it. I think it's fair to argue for transparency, but not to argue for the absence of taxes. But at I some point, like, the tr OK, so you arguing for transparency. The, so you're like, I want to know where my money's going. I do. So like, I can read, so we can, the, and then they're like, we're sending it to Pakistan so they can stutter gender or sorry. So they can study gender. Right. So when you vote for things and when you vote for things for tax, you should be able to know exactly what they're going to do with the money ahead of time. Or that they were going to have a tax increase. Or is right. It so you, yeah. but, but in that case, transparency doesn't do anything except make you mad and then maybe want to make you want to storm the Capitol. So you don't vote for it. You say, I'm not doing that. It should be, it should be up to a vote for the people. You know what I'm saying? You shouldn't be. I'm going to give money to this country. You say, okay, we got, we got a. Here's a, a bill or whatever for, for to give aid to somebody else. So you, do we all agree on this? Here's a vote, like you, like you do everything else. You know what I mean? I think yeah, that's how you should I do, do it. Like yeah, that. but you can't not have it because you got infrastructure and stuff. Things that need to be taken care of. Yeah, I do like that, but I think there needs to be a proposal too for. That's a good idea for a proposal. We should vote on where our money goes, um, when especially when it goes outside of the United States. Mm -hmm. But um, I don't know, I, like, what? here's what I suspect they would do. They would probably classify foreign aid as a form of a military blah, blah, blah. And then they're like, yeah, because it's military-related, we don't have to disclose well, it. Well, they should make, they should disclose all military spending. Unless it's like, it's got to be like super, like, like spy planes over China or something. Then you, then you don't got to tell us because I don't even know that. You will, okay, so here's the part where they kind of convinced me, right? They, they kind of got me by the short hairs, as they like to say. They can't tell you how much money they're spending on military because if they tell you how much money they're spending on military, other countries can have that access too, right? Because if the American people know, then the world knows. And then they can say, okay, they're spending X amount on spy planes, X amount on satellites, X amount on whatever, right? Now these other countries can be like, okay, we can defend that. We need to do this, 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 and this. So they can better react because they have our uh, financial military... Um, no, I mean, there's a blanket. knowledge you give them a little bit of like a budget, I guess, a little bit, not to the extent it is now, because most you know, we're spending more than we collect in taxes, right? Yeah, I don't know. That's what I think is that, like that but, should be alarming because what what are they going to show you? Like, 
they're going to show you that they're spending. They should just go ahead and say that all these like uh, Lockheed and stuff, they just work for, they're just government agencies that we pretend are private, private companies. This is going to say it. This is what they make. They make all this stuff for us. Oh, okay. Just go ahead and say it. Don't don't pretend that you're buying these things because when I know you're just making up some making up some money to exchange some imaginary figures back and forth. That's not real. That's yeah. just you know what I mean. But you also know like these free vaccines aren't free, right? Like th- those are taxpayer funded vaccines. Yeah, I mean, did you know how much they cost? A lot. A lot. Boy, you you gotta do something, you know. Yeah, that's why I'm libertarian though. I'm I'm fully I mean I'm all in. I I want I like literally the only thing that the government's good at doing is military and I kind of just explained how they do it by not showing us all the information, but it does keep us safe. Like, can you imagine if the military just went away completely if there are libertarians out there that don't even want a military? We would be invaded like that. But so are you saying there should be any state taxes you said? No, actually I do think that the smaller government um does work. Like um, when California made all of those rule changes, like with COVID and everything, they've lost population. And so they might be the eighth, uh, they might have been the eighth strongest economy, I think, in the world. And maybe they go down to 10th or something, but that's their consequence for how they poorly manage their state. But with Biden coming into office, um, New York, California, any other state that handled their situation poorly, and um, is in need of financial relief, they're going to get it. And um, they're going to pass a bigger budget to help get California more in line and New York more in line. And um, it's going to come at the expense of the taxpayers. But there's only so much money that taxpayers have. And whenever you print money out of nowhere to cover the difference, it leads to inflation. The only thing that is blowing my mind is that there may be deflation because the people that got the money that was printed were all the wealthy. Like, you know how the Paycheck Protection Program were forgivable loans and that money went to like Tom Brady and a handful of other people that might not have necessarily needed it. Mm-hmm. Um and then all their money, they went and inflated uh, the stock market. So, I mean, that's a huge bubble right now. I had somebody come, we had somebody come into the office to try to go over a 401k plan. And I love the idea because I was dead wrong on the stock market last year, right after COVID. I thought that that March dip was like the beginning of things getting much worse. I think the much worse is coming in this year and the next couple of years. But, um, you know, I, I, I'm not ready to to have my money in the stock market. I, I think that these are huge bubbles waiting to burst. I do think cryptocurrency might be the way to go, but I saw the way the security exchange commission, another government agency shut down XRP and ripple. And I know they say that bit, that can't happen with Bitcoin. I got to keep doing research. I know they say it's, um, uh, open source maybe if that's the thing, but they do the bit mining with uh, servers and mm-hmm. everything over there. So I need to do some more research, but I, I don't believe there's anything that the government cannot interfere with. And um, XRP and Ripple tried to buddy up with the government to be their cryptocurrency of choice as their their plan of growth. And maybe they made some missteps that were outside of that and they are just paying the price. But I am more inclined to lean towards the... Um, corrupt government side of things as opposed to um oh okay they broke a rule and uh, the government tells us this so i know it's true i don't believe that i don't believe the government and you gave me some good reasons why we shouldn't believe the government talking about a uh, crack being dispersed into a 
the black community. And, you know, I reference the Tuskegee Airmen all the time with the uh, experiment they did in denying them uh, adequate treatment for syphilis. And um, if you had brought those things up in the time that they happened, uh, you would have been labeled a conspiracy theorist. So um, that was the smartest thing the government ever came up with was the uh, conspiracy theory label to get people to shut up about the crazy things they were doing. Yeah, I just don't know that I believe in a world that I believe in a country that doesn't have any taxes. You got to pay back into what you. No, not any. I mean, the military is more than more than military. Military is going to be paid somehow. But if you just did military, I suspect I my my understanding of what uh, the military costs is about seventy five percent of what all the taxes are that collected. That's what they take. I don't know how much it should cost. No, no. So I'm saying like, yeah, I'm saying like the military is about seventy five percent of what the government collects in taxes, and then the the rest of it takes you over 100%, which is why we're running at a deficit. But I think the military should probably be around like 50. 50, yeah. If they were honest about it, you're right. It would probably be closer to that. I mean, we're grasping at numbers that we're, we're pulling numbers out of thin air, right? But I, that does seem to make more sense. Um, hmm. Yeah, I just think uh, less government would go a long way. I mean, you know, we've given countless examples. Remember we talked about minimum wage? That was around the first time you started seeing inflation take these bigger jumps upward was after um, the government stepped in and made a minimum minimum wage, and now they're doing it again. But you know what? With this government intervention, there is a way to do it smarter. You know, so you know who can afford a $15 minimum wage? Who? Walmart. That's true. Amazon. Target. All of these uh, businesses that were allowed to thrive under the pandemic, mm-hmm. they can afford $15 an hour minimum wage. You know who can't? pizza shop, local mom and pop shop, ice cream place, all these different places that are typically your small businesses that make up a bulk that made up a bulk of the economy before all of them got before a lot of them got shut down, they can't afford $15 an hour. Um, it's downright criminal that uh, Joe Biden's advocating for a $15 federal minimum wage and people aren't smart enough to understand this. So why not But they're not uh, just implementing it all at one time though. I understand about implement. I go back and forth about it all the time. No, I understand about implementing one time, but we just came to an agreement, right? Like, wouldn't it make sense if your company's over X amount of employees, you got to do the fifteen dollar minimum wage, roll it out over the next couple of years, or however you think makes the most sense. But if you're a small mom and pop place, you should be able to not um, have to abide by that. And you know what? If you don't pay fifteen dollars an hour in a small mom and pop place, you may run into a problem where you're not going to be able to hire someone. Or you're going to hire someone and be like, listen, it's just me as the owner and then you as the person running the shop. So eventually when I retire or if I die because I'm 68 years old, um, whatever that time comes, you're in a position to, you know, profit at a higher level, get promoted, blah, 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 whatever the case may be. And um, I think that there's a trade off that people are should be allowed to make. I don't know if that's dramatic. So I think about Geno's downtown, right? So let's say they have three guys working during night. You would just eliminate one guy because fifteen dollars an hour. Yeah, but isn't that a problem? You're gonna fire somebody. Because now, if you have three people making ten dollars an hour, you're paying thirty dollars an hour. I agree. To pay thirty dollars an hour, you have to eliminate one of those people. We're talking about I a thirty-three percent increase in the unemployment rate. If that's the scenario across the board, I agree. I'm not saying that it is, but using that as a standard. I agree. But I'm saying I go back and forth because eight dollars. Isn't that a bigger problem? 
eight dollars is not enough either though but isn't that a bigger problem that now we have somebody who's completely unemployed and that unemployed person what's the is difference of somebody who what's the difference of somebody who's completely unemployed and somebody who can't afford any of the any of their bills anyway not afford any of their bills. They can't $8 afford $8 now. You can't afford nothing. They can't been afford there. some of their bills. I've been there and you can't afford none of it. You know, you know how much money you can pay for $8 an hour? That's like $300 every two weeks or something on most of those jobs. You can't afford it. Where you, where you going to live? You live in, you live in a, a car? Right. And I don't think the problem is, I don't think the solution to the problem is raising the amount of money that the small business owners have to pay, which is why I came up with the out of the box solution of these big major corporations that were allowed to thrive. They should be the ones to pay it. So now it, because what, what you're doing, if everybody has to pay it in the, in the Geno's example, if they had three employees getting $10 an hour and you take them up to $15, one of those people leave and they go to target, but target mm -hmm. can afford it. So Target's going to keep getting bigger, and now Geno's is going to have... I know Geno's isn't a direct competitor with them, but Geno's is going to have to figure out a way to make it work with less people so they won't be able to serve as many people. They won't be able to make as much money. They won't be able to cover that recurring cost of $15 an hour for their employees because the only way to to afford it the first time, they're essentially descending to the point of bankruptcy until... Because they got rid until of one what, person, until something happens. they would just hire people who could work who could work that job better. That's all. So you think those two people that are now making fifteen dollars an hour are suddenly going to start working better to have that fifteen dollars an hour instead of the ten dollars they were making? I guess it, it just depends on what kind of person you're working with, right? Well, to... there's only so hard you can work in certain jobs, right? If you're making pizza and you're just making pizza all day and you're not stopping, how do you work? How do you do that more efficiently because you're now getting thirty three percent more? I think that you find people who are more efficient in their job. That's all. But how, like, what, what? I mean, like, I, I don't make pizzas. So I don't have you more efficient at that. But I, I know, but not just pizza, but that's just one example. There are some things that you can't just force an additional 33% efficiency level to cover the increase in 33% more. But what, what small business that does that? There's no, because there's so no, like there's some no, small business. I have a friend who has a uh, remote control, like, hobby shop. Mm -hmm. His biggest expense is having somebody there to, you know, work the register when someone shows up to buy something, package something up to send it out for delivery. Okay. Um, but you literally only need one other person there. So it's either him or the guy working the counter when he's not there. Okay. If you have to increase that person's wages, you know, let's say he gets paid $10 an hour and you go up to $15 an hour, 33% more to do the same. How, like, that doesn't, that doesn't, immediately get offset by being more efficient. There's a downturn in the profit of the business. And if you can't overcome that downturn that was artificially created by the government, you're going to be SOL. I don't know it's artificial. I mean, the way, like I said, it's not enough $8 or low, $8, $8, $8, dollars $8 minimum wage is not enough, right? 15 I'm not sure if it's, I used to think it was too high. I'm not sure if it's too high anymore. So what what, wait, do you, what do you well, think what do you think would go ahead go but, ahead sorry but but at the same time would you would I'm working on not saying sorry anymore so I take back the sorry but go ahead when you work on a business um and when my wage goes up I don't know man there's I don't know if there's an answer to tell you that it's gonna be easier for you now I think that's how that works so it, now answer me this though because I'm gonna get back to my principles and my libertarianism my newfound uh, political ideology. If $8 per hour doesn't pay your bills, why would you take a job that pays $8 an hour? Maybe that's all you can find at the time. What if you start working for yourself? You have to have a skill set, though. 
Okay, but we're running into the same set of problems as how do you become more efficient in a job that's close to 100% efficiency already? You wouldn't take a job if $8 an hour doesn't pay, or you take $8 an hour until you figure out something else that's better. You take that job and you start interviewing and looking for other places. You work $8 an hour and you gain if the you experience. Can, if you can, I've been in a position where I've worked several jobs at one time because of that situation, and you don't have, when you're working that hard, you don't even have the ability to look for something else. All you can do is do that because you're always working. I was going to work at eight at like nine o'clock in the morning and leave work at one o'clock the next morning. I'm not doing anything besides working that day. I'm not going to look for another skill set or find another job. I was, you get trapped in the cycle that way. That's what, that's what they're trying to prevent because because at that point, that person stays at the bottom of society forever almost, unless you get lucky and get out of it. I think the biggest problem that you're having is that you believe that they genuinely are trying to help people. I I believe it to be opposite. I think that Joe Biden and his staff know that a $15 minimum wage is going to hurt more small businesses. And it's going to eventually help the big corporations because the big corporations are the people that pay um, his cabinet that are coming into office. That's too big of a jump, though, man. To say what's, that. what's too big of a That's jump? That's too big of a jump. I mean, you're saying no that- because small businesses don't pay the money of politicians to go into office. Big corporations do. Right, but you're saying that minimum wage is specifically geared towards big businesses. Yes, I don't think that's a, that's a case, though. Absolutely. Because, well, I think it's a case because we keep saying that, but there is no such thing as an essential small business. That's not a thing anymore. We we well, gave that up long the time ago. The government decided that there's no, no such thing. We as decided that because you'd rather go to Walmart and buy something for two dollars versus six dollars. No, well, okay. Small businesses still made over fifty percent, made right, up more than fifty percent of right, the businesses in America. None of them are essential. That's not a thing. No, no, no. no wait, no, they no. are essential because no, they're not. They're essential to the people that run what the is, businesses. No, no, and they're essential not, to the people that, that go there. That's not. No, that's not the definition. There are people that go to small businesses. That's, that's why they the still exist. That's not the definition of essential business. What I'm saying, there is no... There what is, is the definition of an essential business? A business that is essential to the way you live your life, right? That's the essential business. That's the, but hence the word essential. You have to have that business to operate. Right? I Can you say that again? I don't, an not, essential business would be something that you had... A business that provides a service that you cannot live your normal life without. In theory, no, so gr- Walmart would not fall under an essential sure business in that. It's a grocery store. Uh, well, so is Publix. Right. That's why they didn't close. So, it, so all, so you're saying that because it's a grocery store. So, do you need Walmart and Target? And do you need Walmart and Target and Amazon? But now you're arguing. Does it essential mean that there's no competition within those businesses, right? So you're saying that if you have a small business and it's non-essential, you I'm should saying, just open a grocery store. No, what I'm saying, there is no such thing as the essential small business. I think that every business is essential. No, you think that because you're thinking from the perspective of that person. What I'm saying is when you talk right, about but, uh, but shouldn't you think about from the perspective of that person and the other people that work there? When? Either you, either you believe either, either you believe either you believe in, in in true freedom and whatever 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 it is or you believe that you should be individually invested in each person's situation is one or the other. There's no, no I don't think those are two opposites. They are two opposites. No, invested in each individual situation is what makes up the whole. Every right. person so is either essential. You're, either you're concerned with the whole or you're concerned with individual freedoms. No, no. So an essential business is a definition that the government came up with. Essential. There's never, there's never been a terminology for an essential business before until this year that I'm familiar with. Have you ever heard the term essential business until this year? Yeah, that's not new. You've heard the term essential yeah, business in yeah. what context? Things like because you can't essential business. Like I said, the, the thing I just told you before, I've heard that. I've heard that term. I've heard that term before. Is before things that are essential to the way you live your life. 
I've never heard the term essential business until 2020. Ever? No. I've heard the words essential. And I've essential heard the word work? business. You were essential workers before, right? No. Really? I, I literally haven't. Oh. Yeah. That's why it's such a foreign thing to me. It seems created. Because they've been, they've, they've been making this argument about small businesses since like the early 90s. Well, yeah, no. They've been talking about Walmart coming out and stamping out small businesses right. because of like the way they're able to price things down. Right. But so Walmart here we are now. doesn't stamp out all small businesses. They 100% do. Let me tell you this story. Like, so there's a... But, okay, but they can't because, okay, all small businesses are not in competition with Walmart. But I'm saying any comp- anything that could be any any small business that you could that Walmart doesn't sell antiques. Antiques is an example. But you don't need antiques. Like if, if it came down to you to cut some stuff out, you would cut antiques out first. Not necessarily. Really? It, so I'm looking at a TV stand here that looks relatively new. A relatively new TV stand at a Walmart might cost a hundred bucks or something, right? Mm-hmm. But an antique TV stand, and not even antique, but just a used TV stand, you probably get for twenty bucks or something. Not an antique TV stand. Like you're right, a used TV stand. A, a used th- TV stand. Are you saying a thrift shop? A thrift shop, yeah. A thrift shop, an antique store, they're probably very similar. It's just the dependent of the item, if it's used, if it has any additional value to it, because it might be rare. So antique shops are not essential. And for that matter, if you get this for, for 20 bucks, I can go to a thrift shop and get it for $15. Thrift store is really not that essential either. Because I can go to Walmart, I can get this, I can go get whatever I'm eating for the week, all that stuff in So one a place. thrift shop is or is not essential based on this? discussion i'm saying it's not all i'm saying to why you, not huh? it has affordable stuff that you might need but you can get that anywhere. it could be a nightstand it could be a dresser to hold your clothes it could be a bunch of different stuff sure okay all right there's no good so thrift shops are essential no they're not are you, are you just trying to make us an argument to poke hole? but i'm saying to you is it's not it's not minimum wage that makes it hard for for uh, small businesses to thrive small what makes it hard because they don't have because all small businesses are essentially kind of niche unless you're talking about like tech stuff. Even that's kind of niche too. You don't need even this, what stuff. Even like tech stuff. I was saying. I was just thinking out. Just thinking about other things. I was thinking. About. I was thinking of. Well, a small business could just be a um, a guy and two uh, workers, and they form an IT business. Right. But like but small I, small businesses are not. Small businesses make made up a majority of the business in America. So there were if if you look at collectively all of them. They were a bigger supplier of, I believe, tax revenue is how they look at it, right? Like they get tax and payroll and all this other stuff, right? I just so, don't like the argument that now we're in a we're in a spot where the minimum wage is crushing small business, but we weren't concerned with crushing small business until now. I don't like that concept. Oh well, I guess the time. The, so the reason why is because this past year has been horrible for small businesses. Yeah, but it's been horrible. It's, no, no, it, no. This this past year has been the absolute worst for small businesses. Yeah, but you can't care now if you didn't care before. It don't why work can't you? Why? Because you didn't give a shit before. Why? Okay, in a, before, things were far less manipulated by the government because it isn't COVID that shut down the small businesses. It's the COVID restrictions that shut down the small businesses. So if you have a heart for small businesses just in general and you're saying that, oh, wow, this affected small businesses more negatively than it affected large corporations, and then after... After that, the ones that were able to survive now are facing a federal increase in the minimum wage that we, you admitted and it, uh, affects them more disproportionately than it does the bigger corporations because the bigger corporations can spread it out across a wider uh, range of uh, personnel and um, expenses. Mm-hmm. So that's the reason why, I, like, that's why the timing is so relevant is because these small businesses that made it to this point, they 
in my in my argument, they've weathered the storm. And so they've weathered the storm. They're pulling up to the dock, and we're there throwing buckets of water on them. I think that if we cared that much about small businesses, we wouldn't have let them been priced out of all these of all the things that be that we need in our daily lives. They wouldn't they wouldn't all be niched. They wouldn't all be coffee shops should, or like we, that. We should have made them a, made them a so, priority. Right. Before, so now I can't. But because we didn't, I can't say that we can't. But still now, right. But now do I can't. Do the right thing. But. That now, but now we do the right thing is what by who? Either the people that either the people that work who are, who work those jobs, or for the businesses themselves, right? Because that person, I guess that person, if you can't work, they work. He'll work at a different business, a bigger business, because we've already put them in a position where they can hire more people all the time, always, right? This this is going to increase unemployment, and it's going to increase unemployment at a time when unemployment's high. I don't know anybody, even when I work low end jobs like that who lost a job at a small independent coffee shop or something like that and couldn't get a job at a bigger place. I don't know anybody like that. Just saying. We only know a handful of people in comparison to the whole economy, but I do think that there is a limit to the amount of um, people that Target can hire, Walmart can hire, and Amazon can hire. Uh, Amazon increased hiring this time, I guess. Oh, and then also I think that is a problem too, that like, we shouldn't just have a handful of companies um, that make up what what you can do. I agree, but it's too late to back off of that now. No, I don't think it's too late. I think that uh, raising the minimum wage is it's like not, doubling not, down on it. It's like I'll, if you have a bad hand in poker, you can fold and play another hand, or you can bluff, and that's what this is. I mean, this is a bluff. This is going all in with 7-3 off suit. I think so – COVID was a problem for small businesses, and I think that uh, having corporations that control essential things like, like I said, food and stuff, because you're not farmers and like food and things like that. What do you mean you're not? Farmers? You're not a farmer. You don't I'm really not, know, yeah. right? Right. So grocery stores in the big cities and stuff like who price out mom and pop grocery stores and smaller chains and that kind of thing. That's a problem. But I don't think that the more I think about it, I don't think the difference in paying somebody a dollar or more every year and a half or so. It's going to make that big a difference. Because it caps at 15, but it's not like it goes from 10. It doesn't go from 8 to 15. But the thing is, it's not a dollar more every year and a half. It is. It's It's a dollar per hour per employee every year. Right. But small, I go to, I get my coffee from a coffee shop around from from Lexus, right? They have two employees in there. I don't think a dollar a year for that person for his six hour six hour shift at work is gonna make be that detrimental for that coffee shop. It won't, but you know your coffee is gonna be more expensive, right? And it can't be more expensive than it already is. How okay, I mean that's a joke, but you know that that can happen, right? Sure. Okay, because if they want to make a certain profit margin to pay the utilities, pay the rent, you know, turn a profit for themselves, pay their employees the extra money that they have to pay them. Uh, cover the insurance for the place in case there's any uh, BLM uh, protests, mostly peaceful. Or, you know, I'm just capital, jo- <laughs> right? Maybe it's my real rushing and kicking the door to coffee. But shop. if they have to cover all those freedom additional, coffee, if they have freedom coffee, <laughs> if they have to cover all those additional expenses, the price of the product's going to go up most likely. I agree. Likely. And if at some point I can't afford the luxury of buying this craft cup of coffee, I make coffee at home. That's just how it works. <laughs> so, you, but don't you see how that's price like? they are being priced out of uh, having more customers because they are forced to pay additional costs to operate? No more than they are now, though. You know what I'm saying? 
so the government is forcing this establishment to increase their cost of operation to the point of possibly going out of business because they lose customers like you who are only willing to pay a certain point. And therefore, now you're going to go buy your cup of coffee, your K-Pod or your whatever those things are, those pods for the Keurig or whatever for your home from a Walmart or from a Target, which already had the resources to weather this storm anyway. Like you're, you're, you're literally not in control of this situation at all. You're being manipulated, is what I would say in this scenario. I'm not because I'm if I'm gonna pay seven dollars for. A You're coffee, being financially manipulated. I'm not if I'm if I pay seven dollars for a cup of coffee. If I really like that place or I want to support that business, I'm gonna pay nine bucks also. It doesn't make it doesn't make a, it doesn't There's make a difference. always another increase that you're willing to pay for something if you really no, like it. If it's relative to the price I'm already paying. Okay, so if somebody's paying an extra dollar per hour, you're gonna have to go there. So you're you're saying you're always willing to pay an extra dollar more per I'm, uh, I'm cup of coffee. If, uh, yeah, if I if I go in there and say, "Hey, this cup of coffee is twenty dollars now," that's a, that's a different conversation. No, yeah, obviously that would be right, a, a right. Too but big if, of an if I'm paying if I'm paying six seventy or, or four or five bucks, whatever it is, and they say, "Now nah, we gotta pay it," now it's six. Like Chick Fil A did that too. Right. It was, so, it was six dollars. Now it's seven fifty. Yeah, I just thought going Chick Fil A. You know but, what I'm saying? but at some point, something's going to get cut out of the cycle because you go to get your cup of coffee, you go to get your Chick-fil-A. You're right. You go What'll to happen buy is... a thrift store. I don't, I don't know what thrift store, but whatever you, you go and buy, everything's gradually increased a or, little bit more. Or instead of hire, like that place, they have a drive through where a girl works three hours on Sunday mornings. Instead of her working there, the owner might work the drive through for those three hours on Sunday morning. It's a three-hour job. I don't think that girl's living her life off of three hours at a coffee shop. <laughs> that's a great point. And you know why that's a great point? Because are you getting any more money if your hours get cut? Who, the girl works a three-hour shift? Yeah. So, like, those three hours? I'm were, saying, my point, those three hours might have been part of her 40-hour work week. What I didn't even think about this, but what about her hours getting cut from 40 to 37 just so that way they don't have to pay an extra, you know, $45 per work week? From 40 to 37? I don't, or whatever it will make a difference yes it would because if it's a dollar an hour over those uh 40 hours that's 40 dollars and you just cut back 45 dollars so i'm saying you cut back hours di- like proportionately so that way you don't have to pay this additional increase but now you just limit your hours of operation or something okay so now you didn't even like nobody's better off it's just isn't that i mean isn't that creating more inefficiency though like that's a bad policy where like Okay, so you're gonna get fifteen dollars an hour, and no, instead of but, getting but because you but you sidetracked my my whole point was that those these small businesses aren't essential anyway, to to where I live my life. So the things I go there and I spend extra money, I do that as a luxury. I wouldn't do that. I'm not doing that by being cost effective. But so you're saying if they if those businesses go under, you're fine with it because it's not part of your. I'm saying it'll suck. What I'm saying is, so if something's gonna suck, why don't we try to avoid that happening? Because it's too late. That's it's what I'm not saying. My point, that's my, that's my original point. And now we're saying like it, we have to go out of our way to make the to make these small businesses. No, we don't proper. have to go out of our way because you, what we're doing is we're going out of our way by raising the minimum wage. I don't think so. I mean, this is just a difference of opinion, which is fine. We can disagree, but I feel like I explained my point fairly well. I don't think you think that it's going to happen, but that that's where we just disagree. I think that there's cause and effect. I think the cause is the minimum wage being raised, and then the effect is one of a couple things. It's going to either cause the employers to cut hours. It's going to cause employers to fire an employee to cover the wage increase of the other employees, um, or it's going to cause the price to go up and possibly all three, some combination thereof. My argument is just that it's harder to live. Like I said, it's, it's, it's hard to live 
offer such a small minimum wage. That's all my point. Uh, yeah, and I understand your point, but do you disagree? So I agree with your point. I agree that it is hard to live off of that minimum and wage. And I agree that it makes it would be harder on small businesses. So you agree there in the cause and effect that I went through, though, right? Right. Okay. That was, we were arguing about both of those fact, are true, yeah, but we were arguing about the fact that uh, small businesses are niche businesses anyway. They're not essential. And we, we, so waited how too, do you, we waited too late. Wh- what to do you, what point. do you think the fix is? Do you think the fix is finding the sweet spot in a minimum wage, or do you think there is a different fix that you I think, think could the, work? I think honestly, the biggest fix is we limit how the impact that corporations have on um, smaller markets. So I always think about there was a, there used to be a mom and pop grocery store, grocery grocery store, grocery store in this area, and uh, they, this church sold the land to a Walmart so they could come in and crush it. I kid you not. And they were, they were gone within months because you can't compete. I think that's the bigger problem we have, that all these mom and pop shops, the reason they could go under for something like that is because, and they can't expand to compete is because they don't have things that people will have to go to them for. That makes sense. Certain small businesses, I agree with you on, yes. And I don't like using the word essential, so I'll say certain. I don't like that word essential. Right. Unless it's talking about news discussion. <laughs> All right, man. Everett, it's so late that it's tomorrow. <laughs> we gotta go. All right, man. Uh, thank you, guys. Uh, Jose should be joining us back uh, next time. Um, my Ethereum increased a little bit. That's nice. Just a little bit more to go, and I'll be able to buy some groceries. <laughs> <laughs> All right, guys. For All Essential right. News Discussion, this is Sterling signing off. And this is Everett. <laughs>